With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. How's it going in uh, self-quarantine land? Man, I, yeah, we don't even need to tell the people that we're not in the same room. Obviously, we're not in the same room today. Um, it is, it's, it's going, you know, as well as it can go, Keith. <laughs> it's going as expected. Hey. <laughs> uh, well, we're all, we're all uh, doing our part to uh, flatten the curve, as, uh, as, as is the current mantra of hopefully everyone in the world right now. Indeed. Um, but let's get to the pop, because that's what we do here on the Pop Shop, because the Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got chart news about how Niall Horan scores a second top 10 album on the Billboard 200 chart, and how his One Direction pal Harry Styles hits the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart with Adore You. Plus, we have an interview with Lauren Haragi. We chatted with her all about her brand new single, Lento, its new video, the status of her upcoming solo debut album, and so much more. So stick around for that in just a bit. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, let's do the chart chat. And I will preface this by saying, in case you didn't know, like, obviously, we are in separate locations. Katie and I are both at home. Um, so if you think our audio sounds weird, well, we're sorry. <laughs> we'll we'll try to out, do better next time. Turns out I don't have a professional audio setup in my home. <laughs> Tur- yeah, tr- I'm 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 doing this in sort of a different environment. Katie probably has baby Cal, her kid probably <laughs> working the audio on that end. So you know anything can happen here, kids. Um, okay, so chart chat. First up on the Billboard 200 albums chart, Little Uzi Vert's Eternal Take holds at number one for a second week. Thanks in large part to how the album was released in a deluxe edition on the 13th, just a week after it initially came out. Now, the set earned a big 247,000 equivalent album units in the week ending March 19th, of course, according to Nielsen Music MRC data, and that's a decline of just 14% compared to its debut frame. Of course, again, when you have a deluxe edition drop that includes 14 additional songs, well, that can certainly help keep its second week looking real rosy. <laughs> um, meanwhile, 
friend of the podcast, Niall Horan, sees his second album, Heartbreak Weather, bow at number four on the Billboard 200 this week, securing the pop singer-songwriter his second solo top five charting album. His debut effort, Flickr, opened at number one back in 2017. Meanwhile, over on the Hot 100 chart, where Roddy Rich's The Box is number one for an 11th week. That's right, 11 weeks at number one. Uh, Horan's fellow One Direction group member Harry Styles also has a reason to celebrate, as his single Adore You jumps 16 to 7 on the Hot 100, marking Styles' second top 10 on the list. He previously visited the top 10 with Sign of the Times, his debut solo single back in 2016. Adore You continues to gain in radio airplay and is likely benefiting from buzz generated by his performance of the tune during his NPR Tiny Desk concert back on March 16th. Meanwhile, Stevie Nicks also hopped on Twitter today and referred to uh, Harry Styles' album Fine Line as his rumors in reference to her own That's a pretty highfalutin uh, compliment uh, there, yeah, Stevie. Yeah, I would say. So, yeah, he got that Fleetwood Mac shout out. He probably, like, figures he can retire at this point with, him, with that endorsement. Wow. Well, what's going to be his tusk then? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, n- never mind. And now it's time for our interview with Lauren Haregi. We caught up with her in quarantine, of course, to discuss her new single, Lento, produced by superstar Latin music producer Tiny, and why she describes the vibe of the Spanglish song as her making love to the music. Ooh. It'll make sense when you hear it. <laughs> the status of her upcoming solo album, which she calls a she, <laughs> by the way, and how she is in an incredibly creative state right now. I feel like a lot of us can relate to that at the moment. We've got time on our hands. Uh, she says she's in an overflow state in terms of creativity. So go ahead and take a listen to our interview with Lauren Haregi. Hello to Lauren Haregi and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Hello, Keith. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, you know, first of all, congratulations on the release of Lento uh, last week. It's obviously like a really weird time in our country and in our world right now. So, you know, what are you yeah. hoping that this song brings to your fans who are or at least should be uh, at home right now in like sort of a self-quarantine social distancing kind of moment? 100%. You know, it's interesting because Lento is the most dance oriented probably or one of the most more like you know um movement oriented songs on the album and you know we have been planning to put this out for months and so it's it's wild because the week that of its release was the week that things slowly but surely like every single day there was another announcement about um you know lockdown and 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 getting into you know self-quarantine spaces and and you know only going to where is necessary um, and it, it's a wild time. So I hope that Lento can just provide, you know, some joy, um, some, some background music to your movement. Um, some, you know, I don't know, just bring kind of this, uh, uh, a lightness to the energy of what's going on right now. Um, and then also as I continue to release music, cause that's another space that I've been is like, is this an appropriate time to release music? But then also I feel like art is just such a vital part of getting through things, um, in from historical context, like art has always been at the precipice of, of reflecting what the humans are feeling. You know what I mean? Not just what the systems want or need, 
you know, like everything else in our society does, um, but really what the humans are feeling and what we're going through and what we, as a collective and as individuals, you know. So like this album for me was a very healing process and I've written about a lot of things that I think people can relate to. Um, so I hope that the music really helps, helps create that kind of safe space yeah. where you feel like, oh, I feel her. Like I'm going through the same shit. <laughs> you yeah, know? definitely. Um, I want to <laughs> ask about the video, uh, which also came out last Friday. Um, it has like this like sort of dreamy quality to it where you sort of like kind of like appear out of the mist sort of like gliding past a bonfire party. Um, it has, mm -hmm. it, it fits in nicely with kind of like the smoldering vibe of the song. Whose idea was the video and, and who thought of it and, and just kind of walk me through the inspiration of it. Yeah. So the initial idea was mine. Um, I kind of had this whole um, vision of, you know, the bonfire on the beach and just very elemental. And I wanted to come out of the water, which is why I like come out and go back into the water as well. Cause I'm very, um, like I'm usually inspired by a lot of like goddess archetypal energy. Um, when it comes to my videos, cause I just feel like I often work with the goddess and spiritually speaking and my art comes from that. So I feel like with this particular one, I was really channeling Michael Shun, which is an, an Odisha that I, um, Cuban um, heritage taught me about and um, she's just of the water and she is um, very sensual and just um, positive and, and just like very like I feel like it, it was just like a, a, um, just a, an homage to her and it was like that mysterious energy of just coming in and out of the water and being so, like, the elements that day, even when I was filming, like, the wind was ridiculous. It was I was going to say, it looked cold. a little windy because your I hair is kind of blowing around a bit. <laughs> oh, my God. A little windy. Was it no, freezing no, no. or it was, was it, like, was it, it was normal temperature? Hurricane-level wind, bro, like, and raining and... Oh, wow. It was freezing cold and it was a lot. It was, like, but I thought it was so um, kind of a parallel of the power. You know what I mean? I, I just, I really wanted the elements present and they were very much present like all <laughs> elements were present <laughs> did you have to shoot the video at double time to kind of get the slow-mo effect yes that's exactly what happened so you're like lip-syncing it real fast on the set yeah it was it was super fast actually it was really interesting because i had like a lot of my friends were extras and stuff and no one heard the actual song that day so everyone went home with the assumption that it was like that that like chipmunky version of the song like they had never <laughs> they hadn't heard the actual song so when it came out they were like damn this is actually a really dope song i was like yeah no it's good good <laughs> they're like we had no idea it sounded like this like we just did not get that vibe they all went home after the first day going i don't know what lauren's thinking with that new song i'm, I'm not going to tell her though lauren's on, but uh i support her i love her <laughs> <laughs> um okay so um, you teamed up with Tiny, um, on who produced the track, who produced the song, um, on his song, yeah. uh, Nada, that came out last month. And now he's, you know, on Linto with you. Um, what is it about his, mm -hmm. you know, the sort of the creative partnership that you have with him that, that works so well between the two of you? I don't know, man. We just vibe. Like, <laughs> it's, it's cool. <laughs> we just, we really vibe. Like, he makes really amazing beats and, and, you know, they have a great team over there. Um, Chris Joe and I really write well together. 
um, and we've written a lot of the songs that I've, I've written. Um, they're Chinese producers. Like she's she's been a huge part of that with me. <laughs> yeah, and then also I wanted to touch on because you asked me about like the creative um, inspiration for the video, mm-hmm. and I also wanted to touch upon my amazing creative director Inye. She's amazing, and she helped me really bring the visual to life and kind of add little nuances to it. So did the director Dweet. He um, is also incredible in in like helping me create what I had envisioned. You know what I mean? And just kind of move through the storyline in a, in a really tasteful way. So I really appreciate it because I don't want to shop about. <laughs> but I love making art, man. So if people like it, all all that matters is it, it being absorbed by people and enjoyed by people. And like Lento's more of like one of the more um, less serious demos that I have on the album. But it's definitely still a vibe. I feel like, and it just like just gives people this taste of like that sensual energy that I really, I really love to tap into. That's a very big part of myself, you know, because the song itself is about, it's not necessarily about, because um, I feel like a lot of these dance tracks, they kind of resort to being about a relationship or a guy or like trying to get a guy or whatever it is. And then this one for me was more about me making love to the music because the music is what I go out for. You know what I mean? Like getting into a vibe is why I go out, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that. Was um, what I was trying to translate, and I feel like the visual really translated that. So you I'm mentioned <laughs> the word you you mentioned the word album a few times. So does this does this mean that there is like an album that is like complete and like waiting in the wings, or are you kind of like still working on it and seeing where things go? Yeah, she's um she's still being worked on. She's still being tweaked. But we know Last she's a she. Um, we we know that the album is a she so at this point. Now that I'm in quarantine, so I'm like. I've been piecing everything together. Last night I wrote down all the notes of like what needs to be finished on each song. And I'm going to start breaking that down and just getting those done and seeing who's available to do what, because that's another thing right now is, um, you know, usually to finish an album, you need to be in a studio. Um, luckily I have some equipment, so I'm going to set it up and I'm going to try to finish some stuff here. But for the most part, I, um, hopefully people that are involved with me on my album are down to like work on it remotely or from wherever they are. And we can get some stuff done. I, I'm like, I have the song pretty much selected. Mm. Um, unless I happen to write some genius shit. Which <laughs> can happen. Which, by the way, I kind of, I've been on a super creative tip. So I've been writing songs like every day. So I don't know. I don't know if any of them, because that's the thing is like, I'm in the constant creation mode. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not stagnant in my creativity right now at all just in this phase of my life so i'm trying to like deep dive and just get it all out of myself before because creativity is like a well you know sometimes it's really full and overflowing and beautiful and thriving and then other times there's a fucking drought and you have to like kind of sit there and dig until you find a little bit of water you know (laughs) so right now i'm in an overflow state so i'm like trying my best to just get it all out of myself and then but I have pieces of like what should be the first album. You know what I mean? Because oh. I have so much content that it's like I have more albums later. So what you're going <laughs> to say? What you're saying is it's a, it's a triple album, Lauren. It's going to be a triple album. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Do not quote me on that. It's a you box set. Hard, <laughs> it's a box set. It's actually four discs, fifty-two it's tracks. A box set with four discs. You're going to get over a hundred tracks from yours truly. <laughs> Just dial 1-800-LAUREN right now, and you you too can have this 100-track collection. All right, I'll stop. 
Um, Dude, I'm going to hire you for the infomercial. Oh, sh- thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I can tell you've been practicing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> so we know that the album is coming at some point. We assume this year, but who knows? Dates are all sort of up in the air right now, but I'm assuming the hope is that they it will really come out this are. year. This is what I'm saying. Is like, in my ideal world, um, I would have been really putting out music a lot this year and I think I think I'm still going to you know what I mean again I I really feel like art the most important time for art is right now when we all need to collectively feel united when we need to feel I feel like we need healing a lot as a collective I feel like right now is the most opportune moment we've ever seen in our you know current history or modern history where we all just kind of have stopped. Yeah. Um, and we're all taking a moment to observe our systems and we're all taking a moment to observe our leaders or what we thought leaders were. Um, we're all taking a moment to observe ourselves and who we feel safe around and who our families are and who, who our immediate loved ones are. Like we're all just in a very um, collective state of reflection right now. And I feel like there's no better time for art to be potent and for art to be real and for art to be expressive than right now. You know what I mean? Like that's what people need the most is to cling on to that. I feel like art's that frequency that we all are aligned with, where it's like, even if we understand it for different reasons and we gravitate towards different kinds of art, like that's where we feel connected. Yeah. Like you can go to a concert and there's not just one type of person at a concert, you know, what I mean? like there's like all kinds of people from all kinds of places, all kinds of colors and races and you know what I mean? And they all come to the same place to sing the same lyrics, you know, for whatever their own personal reason is. Like that to me is just such a magic that like it can't be substituted or paused or um, it can't be contained even like it's what it's what unites people. It's the fabric of what makes us human, you know, is that expression and, and that collective expression. So I feel like there's a lot of that in what I have coming. And yeah. then there's also, you know, the vibes, like Lindo, you know what I mean? There's the vibes that, like, you just need to feel good sometimes and you need to feel that escapism and you need to feel like you're in another space than where we are right now in this dimension, which is very low vibrational and very scary, you know? So it's good to feel elevated and out of that sometimes. And I think music does that, transports us. I mean, this weekend, um, you know, I was watching, I mean, just sort of tipping off of that, and I will let you go in about three minutes, trust me. Um, okay. I was, <laughs> I, I'm like, I know you have other things to do. Um, no, I love this. I love this. I love this conversation. We, we, we also know that you have a schedule, so I'm not going to screw it up too bad. Um, this weekend, I was watching on Instagram uh, DJ D-Nice. I don't know if you saw any of his DJ set. Oh, or... hell yeah, dude. Oh, my Killed God. It. It was so amazing, Killed so uplifting. It. And just like entertained so many people and like was just so happy and present. You know, that's what we need is that positivity. Like that music really connects everybody, you know? Everyone just feels like together, even though we're all at home, is like that's music. That it just it, it gets you on the same vibe. Yeah. I was like, after, I, I watched some of it, and then I was like, I'm going to put on some uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I'm going to feel the positive energy coming from my speakers so. here. I just need to feel some good vibes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> and that's, that's so important, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but 
we are energetic beings. We are vibrational beings. Whether we want to talk about it in a hippy-dippy kind of way or, like, really get into existential with your ass, like, there's no way, or scientific with your ass. Like, it's any way you look at it, quantum physics also, like, we are energetic beings. <laughs> and so we're affected by things that have frequency, and music is a frequency. Music is vibration going out into the, and to make sound, to make notes, to make harmony is just like healing, you know? Yeah. All in itself. Um, last thing, mm -hmm. and this is just sort of a funny sort of thing that I wanted to at least mention, uh, before, before we concluded. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming you saw all this, you know, since everyone is staying at okay. home, maybe, you know, where I'm going with this, but trust me, it's, it's, it has a great payoff. Um, there was a resurgence <laughs> of, of work from home because everyone was doing all the memes oh, about it. Yeah. But I do want to say, yes, I actually have data to back this up. Okay, so last week, <laughs> it, ha it was the song's biggest week in terms of plays on the radio since last September, and its biggest week in terms oh, of audio God. streams since last August. So, I mean, the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. We didn't even know. We were so ahead of our time. Exactly. See, we're so ahead of our time. Wow. Um, well, Iconic. this has been so much fun talking, Lauren, but um, much, much luck with um, the new song and with the album and, and all the, sort of the positive energy that you're putting out there for fans and for everyone else to uh, listen to. Thank you. Thank you so much, babe. Have a beautiful, safe time. Yeah. Um, until I see you again. <laughs> I'll <laughs> see you at some can. point, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that's the goal. We're going to get to a point where we see each other in human. Exactly. In person. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Lauren. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much uh, to Lauren for taking the time to chat. Uh, she didn't want to get social... off the phone with you, Keith. She, <laughs> we had a very nice time on the phone. <laughs> we, 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 had, we had a fun time on the phone. And I, I also personally want to say that I'm kind of, you know, this sounds so stupid, but I'm stoked to say that we've now had all five members of Fifth Harmony on as soloists, yes. uh, as guests on the podcast. So I'm, I think that's super exciting. We've, we've, we've uh, completed our collection. <laughs> <laughs> and it really shows how all of them have like really thrived and done, you know, independent solo individual work since, uh, since the group, you know, disbanded for the moment. And and uh, suffice it to say, I actually really really like the, Lauren's new single. It's it's super catchy, and even though I don't totally know what she's saying in some of it because it's in Spanish, I'm still kind of going with the flow. <laughs> I know that lento means slow, so I'll just stick with that. Okay, yeah, that's all we really <laughs> need to know. Um, and now it's time for the chart stat of the week. Thirty-five years ago this week, Madonna's iconic, 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 iconic hit "Material Girl" peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. I got too excited about saying Madonna in a funky way that I screwed up saying the word "iconic." <laughs> uh, the, the, the track spent two weeks stuck at number two on the chart, beginning on March 23rd, 1985. Uh, for one week, she was stuck behind Ario Speedwagon's "Can't Fight This Feeling." And then for another week, she was stuck behind Phil Collins's One More Night. Basically, Material Girl was stuck behind two big power ballads. Uh, well, Material Girl is one of six number two peaking hits for Madonna, alongside such familiar favorites as Causing a Commotion, Express Yourself, Cherish, I'll Remember, and Frozen. So, there you go. 35 years ago this week, Madonna's Material Girl climbed to its peak 
of number two on the Hot 100 chart. All right, we've reached the end of our show. Any parting words, uh, Katie? Well, it feels like we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, that we lost a pop country crossover legend this past weekend, Kenny Rogers. Before um, there was Shania, before there was Faith. I mean, all those pop crossover acts, uh, there there was Kenny Rogers. Absolutely. I mean, he, uh, as Keith noted here, he charted 42 hits on the Hot 100, including 11 top 10s, which I think, you know, a lot of people think of him as this country guy. Clearly, he went way beyond any genre. Um, and two of those were number one, by the way, Islands in the Stream and Lady. And on our Hot Country Songs chart, he scored 78 hits, including 21 number ones. So dude yeah. was impressive. And as <laughs> I as I might have mentioned to Keith over the weekend, I actually got to meet him when I was uh, a younger, a much younger lady. I was in sixth grade, actually. Um, and they did auditions in the middle of our mall to sing with Kenny Rogers during his Christmas concert. And I was you auditioned. I auditioned, and <sighs> I was one of six kids who got to sing with him. On Shut stage. the front door! <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know this. Did I, I know this? You didn't know this, which is why it's fun to tell you for the first time on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, you sang with Kenny Rogers. Yeah, and we so like he did this all throughout that Christmas tour, and I think he did it for a few years during his Christmas tour. He would audition local children, and then uh, a handful of them would get asked to come and sing. Uh, the Dolly Parton part of his duet with her called I Believe in Santa Claus. So uh, so me and five other local kids got to fill in for Dolly and wow. sing up on stage with Kenny and have like cute little Christmas banter with him while wearing like, you know, uh, plaid outfits. We had like little we had like little caroler outfits like I was wearing ah. like a little what do they call those, like, like the muffler thing you wear on your hands and, like, a little, you know, old-timey caroler outfit. But I got to – we actually, like, he spent some time with us, and he could not have been cooler and sweeter to all the kids. And for, like, eternity, it's been the icebreaker thing that I use for any if, – if, if they tell me to say something about myself nobody knows, that is what I always say, that I got to sing with Kenny Rogers when I was in sixth grade. So Wow. Yeah. That's – that's incredible. It was I did, very that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah, it was very fun and very cool. So the minute the news broke, my family immediately hit me up as if I'd lost a close personal friend. <laughs> and I appreciate that. But obviously, he had a lot of, a lot of people who knew him a little better than I did from our one interaction, uh, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, his music has touched everyone and, um, you know, you may know one song or two, or you may know all 78 of those country hits. Um, but, you know, Katie, that's such an incredible story. I don't know how to, like, continue from this. You take, you, you, so what song should we go out on? Well, <laughs> since we mentioned Dolly, let's go out on their big duet, Islands in the Stream. That is what we are. Um, okay. Uh, see you guys next time. Bye. Islands in the Stream. That is what we are. No one in between. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. 
We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.